it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Leon Dreisettle from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6:30. Chad. Okay, Raptors leading Brooklyn 62-49 in the final minute of the second quarter. Minnesota with a one-nothing lead over Chicago in the first period. Zuccarello has his 11th. At seven o'clock, Flames home to the Blues. At 7:30, Islanders visit the Coyotes. Tomorrow, right here on 6:30, Chad, it is the Oilers. And the Ducks, 12.30 in the afternoon for the face-off show. And the puck will drop at 2 o'clock. Cam Moon, Bob Stoffer will be describing the action here on 6.30. Chet. All right, uh, Jay, thanks for holding through the news and the weather, my friend. What's going on? Hey, Reed. Hey, just uh, quickly on the offside there. I know I just heard that Stoffer interview. I think the thing that is ticking off hockey fans is just the inconsistency, right? Like, you can't tell me that that Caleb McCarr goal in the playoffs should have counted. I mean, he wasn't even looking at his teammate. So the fact that they're trying to say that he knew what he was doing, it's complete BS. So that's what's the most frustrating. You know, okay, I'll just tell you something quickly. I, I agree with you that he probably didn't know what he was doing. I was told that the, the comparison is apples and oranges because the McCarr play was a delayed offside and the McDavid play is a player putting himself offside. We're, they they got a, The man has an answer for everything, Jay, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. And you know what? It is what it is. But then there was that Washington one that I've seen on Twitter that but you can't tell me that that was much different than McDavid. So whatever, it is what it is. Just get the rules right, and then we'll be happy. Okay. So right? what do they what do they do though? Should the rule be should the rule be re, rewritten? Because like everybody, Jackson said, and everybody that I've talked to said, if McDavid's the first person to touch the puck, it's a goal. But because the puck went off his stick and Pareko touched it, that's why they waved it off. So what? Well, how should they change the rule then? It's, it's not even necessarily just, just this play. But if like last night, everyone in the building, including the linesman, had no clue he was offside. True. So if you can't if you can't nail that down at full speed, and it's not that obvious. I don't think taking these goals back is doing anything good for the game. So if I'm just being honest, unless it's a horrendous missed offside call, that, that I don't like the reviews. But then there's that one that Duchesne one, and I can understand why they want to get it right. Well, and that's it is what it is. Yeah, and that's and I I used to complain about it quite strongly on air and on the Oilers broadcast and then I'm kind of like okay I'm just starting to sound like a bit of a no. baby here but I yes get, a get. lot of the offsides that are overturned are not perceptible to the naked eye and if anything quite frankly prove how good the linesmen are true no and I agree 100 percent so I just don't want to see them take away offense and I don't really if it if it goes against us the odd time it is what it is okay just quickly I uh I, I just, I'm starting to notice a trend here and I don't like it and it's the coaching. And I'm seeing a lot of old trends that every coach that we've had that's been fired is, is you know, they're playing their big guys way too much. Yep. And the, me- the mental fatigue is starting to show. It's, if you look at the goals against lately, it's not necessarily the third and fourth lines. It's our, it's our top guys making brutal mistakes. 
and I think it's the mental fatigue. They're playing way too many minutes, and I I don't know. It's I, uh, I really really like Woody, but he's yeah. starting to he's starting to take off some fans here. So that's a that's a that's a fair comment. Um, I think. I mean, again, first of all, and you, you've heard me talk about this too. Like, you're going to play those guys. Like, I used to say with Tip, like a shift a period, you know, take off 90 seconds a game. Sure. Um, I th- and we'll see what happens. I think uh, with McLeod and Kane being out, yep. it changes things a little bit. But here, here's, the, here's the thing that still worries me, Jay. And the team mm. is better than a few years ago. Like, hope, I think except the people who just hate Ken Holland and run down everything with their winners. I think we can admit the team is better. Not perfect, but better. I'm not saying Holland's perfect, but better. But here's the thing that still is a bit of an issue to me. The the same guys who you need out on the ice to score in the last minute of the game are the same guys defending. Like... Like, they don't don't have any defensive specialists to lean on, right? No. No, it's, well, Leon, Leon I mean, go take the face off. Okay, Connor, you got to get the puck out and score into the empty net. And that's killing penalties too, right? And I, I, I like it, but they're overdoing it. I think like you don't need to put McDavid out to start every penalty kill. And I think last night he did. And you know what? Hey, if I had, if I was coaching Connor McDavid, I would play the heck out of him too. He's like that shiny toy. But the mental fatigue is a real thing. These guys are humans, and just that last goal, McDavid. Nurse was just is the most guilty, but McDavid did have the puck on his stick, and he he can make a better play than what he did. Yes. So that's all I'm saying is they're, they're just they're playing these guys too much. I know the injuries are, are a big problem, but I don't know why I don't know why Holloway can't get more ice time and uh, pull Yarby. Like I I don't know I just I don't think they're doing anything wrong. Well, there was a shift. Work. I think it was early in the third period. Uh, I, I think Woody tried to get a matchup because McDavid's line was out, Shore's line was out, and then mm-hmm. McDavid's line was out right after that. And they gave the puck away and almost got scored on, and they barely made it to the bench. Oh, yeah. So he tried to double shift them, and it's like they're they're exhausted. You know, yeah. So you're right. No, there's, some, there's something to what you're saying, and when we no, got to see how it goes, I think, once the team is a little healthier. But that's fair. But you're right. Every coach has done it. So is it a coaching error or is it a roster makeup error? That's well, right. The thing is, is, is Woody didn't really necessarily do this last year. I mean, if you look at the time on ice, he, he rolled his lines for the most part. Right? Obviously, there's certain matchups that you want. But a game like last night, I just don't understand why – Things were working good all game, right? And then you notice the change. It's just like the power play at the end of the game. They throw Nurse and CeCe out there. Why not just try and score a goal? Like, I get trying to play, you're trying to save a lead, but did it work? I don't I just, I don't know why they're changing it up. I think Woody's just overthinking some stuff right now. He's just... Yeah, well, like, I, you've heard me say it before. And Look, I, I do not want there to be a coaching change. Like, no, give no, me a break. No, no, no. Like, you can't do no, that. No. But I, I said it before. This is a test for Woody. I mean, he's still a rookie NHL head coach, really. For he's sure. not at 82 games. I know he's been in the NHL before, but being the head man mm-hmm. is different. So I, I kind of look at it and say, well, I hope, you know, he's learning from it as well and learning how to handle. Absolutely. I mean, the one guy the one guy who benefited in ice time last year was Hyman. He went up about two and a half minutes a game under Woodcroft. Yeah, well deserved two minutes a game for well, sure. Well, he, yeah, he's a, he's incredible. Okay, Jay, he's thanks. Have a good game. weekend. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, see ya. All right, that's Jay seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We also have Robert on the line. Hello, Robert. Thanks for calling. Hey, hey, Reed. Hello. Hey, I, I guess I guess my problem with with the call is that that same exact play happened in a Capitals game, 
She came in, came in after him, not offside. No issues. So I guess the players are like, where's the consistency? Well, and Connor kind of said that uh, last night, right? Uh, that some of the players who've been playing a long time don't understand the rules, and he referenced the Coleman kick and, and the McCarr play. Um, I, again, by the letter of the law, I think they got it right last night. I, I do too, but the players then, you create a confusion. They don't know, can I do this? Can I do that? I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. So, okay, but I, I don't know. Like, I, as if you ever listen to this show, Robert, as as I've said this before, we could we could talk about refereeing and rules almost every I, night, every show, all show long, and I'd go crazy. So we can't do that. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> uh, and this is going to get talked about more because it went against the orders. I just don't. <sighs> Like, can they clean up the language of the rule? I don't know. And I said to Rob last night, is there a such thing as a perfect rule book that's never going to have any ambiguity? I don't know if there is. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Okay. No, I appreciate it, though. Okay. Thanks, Reed. Okay. That is uh, Robert, 780-496-0063. It's always interesting when we get into uh, refereeing and officiating and rules. And you've heard me say this a hundred times, and if I get to do this show for a few more years, I'll say it a hundred more. There's a difference between a bad between a bad call and a bad rule. And and to me, what's being argued here is, I, I don't think they made the wrong call, but I, you could call in and pitch to me, it's a bad rule, and here's how it should be worded, or as uh, I think Jay was saying, just just get rid of video review for offside. So that's another thing to consider. Uh, 7804960063. Kellen, anybody writing in? Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. After oh, oh, uh, well, last night's uh, uh, ending foreboding. of the game there and that stuff. So uh, we've got the, just Trucker Dave. That, that, that I agree with this thought, too. Kind of uh, uh, sums it up. You know, he's, he says basically it's all of the above. Frustrating end to the game last night. That's from Trucker Dave. Okay. There you go. So, and uh, Marfus texts in and says, "Good evening. That play last night was way offside. I can't believe the linesman missed it, but I'm not upset. Offside is offside. Nurse got surprised on the forecheck and it caught it cost Edmonton a point. Oh well, we've got a point. Move on and kick butt the next game. That is from Marfus. Well, and hopefully they can do that against Anaheim, which could be on their. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check." Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. They won't have any higher than their second-string goalie. They might have their third-string goalie. Mm. Uh, Colton texts in. Hello. And says, hey, Reed, can the league just take out the gray area in the office uh, or, or the off-ice rule? It came across as office. I think it meant off-ice rule. And just keep it simple. If the puck's on the blade... There's Let's try this again. If the puck's on the blade, then that's control. If the puck's not on the stick blade, like McCarr's on side goal that was offside, then it's offside, plain and simple. 
And again, thanks. That's from Colton. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess they could just do that. They could say when your skates cross, the puck has to be exactly on your stick. I would think that might still be hard for the linesman to pick out at full speed in some situations. But yeah, that could be a way to clean up the language of the rule. Sure. We got one more. Just came in here uh, from Scott in Wetaskiwin. He says he is a huge Oilers fan, and he just wants uh, people and Oilers players just to uh, stop crying already, move on, and just play the game. Okay, that's that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, it's if if we if we didn't have moments like this, we wouldn't have talk shows. But uh, Mm. yeah, I again, I, I the, the Macar rule, the, the Macar play was more confusing to me. Though again, I understood it after the fact. And here, here's the thing, everybody. Like this is how I, I'm different from most of you. Well, I'm probably quite a bit different from most of you, but uh, <laughs> in terms of when I'm watching a game. There, there's not much emotion in it for me, right? So if if a call, if a, if a controversial call goes against the Oilers, probably the first reaction for many of you is, I can't believe we got screwed. The, the league is against us. The refs are idiots, whatever. My first thought is, okay, I'm going to assume that the call was right and find where in the rule book backs that up. That, that's that's how I approach these situations as a broadcaster and someone who wants to communicate accurate information and interpretations to you right so yeah i mean but i get the emotion but there is a point where it's like okay you know they they, they made the call i think i i still get people texting into me or, or calling me or, or you know people in my personal life if the oilers have a call go against them i still have people bring up well yeah well kessler was holding talbot's pad well, okay, but that doesn't mean every call in the future has to go the Oilers' way to make up for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the the people who interacted tonight were quite reasonable. I, I didn't agree with, was it Big Bad Joe, who thought that, you know, the Leafs would have got a goal there or anything like that. I And, again, I, I understand what people are saying. Well, it's Connor McDavid. If he says he's controlling the puck, then he's controlling it. But they can't tailor the call to the player right I mean again if Devin Shore carried the puck in like that and it went off his stick and a St. Louis player touched it first they can't say oh well Devin Shore can't handle the puck so he didn't have control of it but Connor usually would so we'll just give him the goal like you you can't do the rules that way you you have to keep it as close to the rule book as, as you can and I get it. Sometimes you look at the rule book and look at the call and you're like, wait a minute, what am I seeing? I, I get it. But I mean, I think for the most part, the rules are fairly well written and fairly clear. Yes, of course, there still has to be some judgment. Goalie interference, you know, controlling or not controlling a puck. Of course, I, I don't think you can totally take the judgment out of the game. I mean, even the even the even the rules that don't have any judgment aren't perfect. Okay, you shoot the puck out of your glass in your own end, you get a penalty. Well, but there's always those plays. Well, did it tick off something? Did it tick off a stick? Wait a minute, he shot it out. Was he just inside the blue line or was he just outside the blue line? It happened pretty fast. So even you know, it it can't always be perfect. Um, but I do think ultimately, letter of the law. And I know this is where I'm disappointing you. It was correct last night. All right, 780-496-0063. We're going to have a real live referee in studio, uh, former FIFA ref Dave Gantar, after the 7 o'clock news. Uh, before we go tonight, you'll also hear from Zach Ostapchuk, the uh, young man from St. Albert who's on the World Junior Team. It's Inside Sports on Chet.
You're listening to 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. Uh, got the Raptors game on here. 59 seconds into the third quarter. Raps leading the Nets 62 is the Certainty Hotline. Shane has rung in tonight. Hello, Shane. Hey, how's it going? Good. That's uh, good. Hey, so in regards to that uh, that call in the offside and stuff like that, with with the league, there's always these controversial calls, whether it be goaltender interference or offside, so on and so forth. The issue I personally find with it is that you're subject to someone's opinion on a, like a written statement of the rule book. Okay. So do you think, like, as a league, it might be an optimal thing to – look at whatever video they have, determine what is and what is not offside, and then having that as a point of reference that they could go to, you know what I mean, for future for future calls? Well, I, I think and I hope that that's what they do, right, when they have these rules meetings in the summer is they go over a lot of video and say, okay, this would be considered yeah. offside, this wouldn't. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think that's the process of, of making the rules. Now, yeah. I, I don't think they pull up those videos as they're making a call. I, I think hopefully they have the knowledge in, ingrained by then, right? I suppose that's true, yeah. So what did, what did you think? Like, does, do we, so let, like, do, they, do we need to change the wording? Do we need to change the rule? Do we need to do less video? I, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. I don't know what a solution would be. I know it's kind of been an ongoing it's an ongoing topic. It has been for quite a few seasons, as far as back as I've been watching hockey anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very fine line to walk, and I, I don't really envy the person that is making those sorts of decisions by any means. But I don't, aside from, you know, like, like I said, having some sort of like a point of reference in that moment where, like, if there's anybody questioning or whatever, that's 100% something that they can definitively look on. Like, oh, this is, this is similar no goal or a goal depending right yeah do you watch uh do you watch a lot of sports like you know football has a lot of review now basketball has a little bit but they brought it in in baseball okay yeah do, no, do you I, watch I, a lot of a lot of other stuff i am pretty much only an oilers fan and i pretty much only watch their games yeah <laughs> i was just i was just curious i'm not i didn't mean to like like no judgment either way i was just because yeah. i mean they're like like i said football they always were like you know, catch or no catch. And uh, Dave Gantar, the former FIFA ref, he's going to talk about video review in soccer. He just walked in. Because I don't yeah. – do you watch any of the World Cup or see any highlights uh, where they make a call and then, like, the ref draws, a, a you know, the triangle or the, the rectangle with his fingers and it's like they're going to the video review? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's just it, right? Like, you're already kind of committing a certain amount of time to reviewing it, right? So it's uh, – I don't know. It's uh, – Hopefully they figure it out in that regard. But yeah, that was that's just my opinion on it. So. Oh, that, I appreciate it, Shane. Thanks for listening, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Take care. All right, that is Shane seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Yeah, we're uh, really pleased with some of the points made tonight. Um, you kind of know where I stand. Uh, can we? I mean, again, an option is to just get rid of video review. And I've said this before. Maybe we should only have video review in hockey for the the goal line plays is it a goal or not did the puck cross the line or not goalie interference offside uh 
you know, did they miss a stoppage with a hand pass or a high stick? Get rid of it. Just use video review if the if the puck crossed the line or not. And even under those circumstances, sometimes it's the odd one that's inconclusive or maybe proven wrong later when there's some other angle or that uh, back in Rexall Place, uh, a photographer had a shot of the puck in the net under Jonathan Quick's glove, but no TV camera had it, so, so the goal didn't count. I don't know if there's a perfect system. When you're the fan of a team that doesn't get the call, then you really <laughs> think it's an imperfect system, but... Uh, I mean, maybe that's the answer. And, and I, we are going to talk about this. And, and here's the thing. Dave's willing to take calls. Now, again, he's not a hockey referee, but he knows about video review. He knows about dealing with players and coaches who are peeved at him. <laughs> he probably knows about dealing with fans that don't like him very much. Uh, so you can ask him questions because he's he's able to tell you about all those dynamics. And, of course, we'll talk about, uh, you know, France, Argentina and, and Messi and all the wonderful talent we're going to see play on the weekend. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet.